What's up? Welcome to the Untitled Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Simmons, and I'm here with two other gentlemen, my co-host, my older brother, Joey. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? How y'all feeling today? We're about to discuss some basketball and get into it because it's getting hot. All right, and last but not least is my pops, patriarch of the family, Joel Simmons. Welcome. Glad to be here. Okay, well, first up, we got to talk about the... Uh, Bucks versus the Heat uh, playoff series, which ended in five games for the Bucks. You know, the Bucks, they was the number one seed in the East. And they also had the overall best record, I think, in the NBA. And they, you know, go out in five. It was unfortunate that Giannis was hurt, so he didn't play the other night. But they at least put up some type of an effort. You know, they didn't just, you know, kind of just let down and uh, give it away to the Heat. The Heat had to really go win it. So, um, what y'all think about this series? It's one of the unfortunate things where you have injuries. And sometimes, I guess, the team, they kind of uh, get in over their head and get, sometimes they just get beat. Sometimes it's just like simple as that. You just get beat sometimes. Well, uh, I tell you, I, I can cut it, I can just make it, cut it to the, to the bone. Uh, the, uh, the books are still, to me, a work in progress. Uh, they could use, they could use some help in the backcourt definitely, and also they could use another a wing player that can get a shot. Uh, it, it's it's very definite, and and uh, the other team saw it too that uh, Milwaukee is a is a is a one horse a one donkey team, basically. I mean they they stand around and they, and they wait on uh, the Greek freak to make it happen, but you, you know he's got to have some help. Off season gonna be very interesting. Yeah, speaking of that, that's what um what we said in the last episode um that they should be trying to reach out to Chris Paul and I've seen uh, different articles supposedly those are the rumors about um, what they're looking to do next year is try to reach out for Chris Paul but with that money I don't know how that's gonna add up because Giannis Giannis getting about a hundred some million now as it is and I think. I don't know how they're going to... I think Bledsoe's making a pretty good amount, too, so I know they would probably have to trade him and some other little pieces, but I, th- I think they should go ahead and do it because, like, you don't want the alternative to be Giannis just leaves for nothing like uh, Durant did when he left OKC. So I, if I'm them, I'm trying to go all in as best I can to, you know, try to figure something out. Yeah, because their current case they have now, they got some good players, but... It's just uh, it's one of the things they just don't like. They trying to go to the next level, and it's probably his fault that the, the highest that ceiling that team they have now has. So they're gonna have to get some. Uh, you got to I guess do like the rest of the NBA. You just gotta have a bunch of uh, get you some shooters, some guys, some uh, guys that can run up and down the floor, and, um, shoot threes and slash to the basket. But that's what they supposedly have. But um, I guess it go go ahead. No, well, what I don't think what I was going to say is uh, some some team a lot of these teams are uh, almost like a like 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 a kid. You know, some kids you can leave them alone. They're going to do just pretty much what they what you want them to do. But some 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 kids have to be sort of directed. I think Chris Paul with his uh, mentality, and he, you know, and he's a little he's a little, he has a little edge to him. And I think that team Milwaukee they they need somebody to sort of push him. At certain times to kind of reinforce some things that the coaches talked to, talked to, talked about, and a lot of times uh, players will take it better 
what they need to do from a, a player, a guy who's actually out there, who's been in the trenches, and from a coach. What do you think Giannis should do in the offseason to improve his game? He's already – looks like he's going to be the MVP again this year. And I've heard some people say he should possibly try to work out with Elijah one. But I also say um, he should try to work out with Trace McGrady. I think he says his – his um. No, his door is open. He wants to help um young, you know, well he's young to him, but young, you know, players, current players in the NBA, you know, and you know, especially with the void, you know, the passing of Kobe. Kobe was kind of seemed like he was doing that, starting this, you know, the Mamba Academy, and um, I think he should probably try to work out with McGrady or possibly even a lot of one to get a little post game or sky hook or some type of mid-range because I don't think he necessarily needs to just shoot up threes like everybody else. I think he should yeah. get a post, a pretty good post game first and then um, spread out, just get the mid-range like Kawhi and then kind of, you know, go out yeah. from there then. Uh, yeah, I, but, but, you, but you know, uh, uh, he, he's, he's going to have to decide uh, what, what he wants to be in a lot of ways. You think about it. Uh, I've watched him throughout the year, and to me, a lot of times he's when he does attack the goal, it's like he he's doing it's too much work. He's it's too much motion that he has. You know, that's why I was trying to say like you you got to have a another player that can get him in some better positions where he doesn't have to do all these ridiculous moves because he's a big man, and we know one thing about big men, something's gonna something's gonna pop a snap a crack, and uh, you know he needs a little um. I don't know. Years ago, they had a, they had what they call a big man's academy. They had a, a guy who worked with big men, and and, I, and, and, a lot, and you made a good point about Elijah One, or even like you said, Trace McGray. Those guys could teach him a few of the little things that he, he has all the ability in the world. But you know, sometimes you need somebody to kind of go in there with you and kind of repackage what you're doing and take out some things out of your game that you really don't really need. And I, lo- I like the idea of what you were talking about, about a mid-range game. I love that mid-range game. That Two points is a lot better. Sometimes you need a basket. And a mid-range, mid-range game is sort of like disappearing. Everybody now wants to shoot threes. Let's give credit to the Heat. Like, I got to go and give them their credit. They put them away. Like, they, Tyler Hero played big towards the end. He made a lot of clutch threes. Uh, Jimmy play good, you know, both sides of the of the floor. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of Jimmy critic somewhere. <laughs> but, he, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy does, uh, did play well. And also, just that whole team, like, they hit you from every angle. Like, the guards, the bigs, yeah. Yeah. they play tough defense. They're, not, they're never really out of a game because they were up. Um, I think Milwaukee was up at one point by, like, 12 or something, or mm. 14 at one point in the first, second quarter, I, I want to say. And they... Mm-hmm. You know, eventually just cut it down. But although you know, of course they didn't have Giannis, but still, yeah. And um, they 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 play ball. They they're going on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, you beat you beat whoever you're up against. That's 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 the key. I don't, I don't care if it's the Keystone Cops you're playing. You beat them. <laughs> yeah, they just go back to uh, I think how Miami builds their teams, like with Pat Riley making sure them uh, guys have a certain amount of body fat. They always be in shape. They just seem more durable. Like they, uh, they run up and down the floor, just all four quarters. Play uh, a lot of them. You know, they might not play like like Ron Artest level elite defense, but they will get like a solid effort. I will give them that. Let's go ahead and move on to the next um, playoff series. The other, the Atlantic, um, the Celtics versus the Raptors. Double overtime game. 
Toronto pulls it out by three points. And uh, they they it was just a, really just a tough game on both sides. Like, there was some type of – some scratch-your-head moments. But I think it, at a certain time, like, fatigue set in for both teams, even though I know the Celtics are the younger team. But, you know, they said – I think it was a record today. Them, I think about five or six players, I think on both teams, played up to 50 minutes. And they said it's one of the first times that's happened in the playoffs, like ever, I want to say. And um, Tatum, he played, he struggled really early in the game. He kind of yeah. kind of figured something out towards the end. Kimball's really struggled the entire game. And he, he had a couple clutch shots at certain points. But, um, you know, Toronto, they, you know, they, they pulled it off, I guess, the championship. What they call a championship medal. I guess they figured something out and they they got it done. I'm gonna tell you something about what I do is about Toronto and 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 you you remember when uh when when they named Nick Nurse as the, the coach. I never heard of him or anything. But basically, uh, I think Nick Nurse knows how he knows how to bring a team along. It seems like I mean you know in the beginning of the series you know uh, Siakam yeah he, Siakam had last year you remember he had Kawhi and uh. And then they were complaining, well, he's he don't have Kawhi now. But I think that coach gets in, in their heads. You know, he doesn't get excited. You, you know what I'm talking about? And I think he's uh, impressed upon them, those guys just to go, go out there and play. Just just have some fun, man. You know, uh, you're playing with the house money. They they don't they, they didn't expect them to to uh, be vying for uh, the, the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, so they they were they looking at it like uh, that to the point where. Uh, they they have nothing to lose basically. They're just playing with your money. <laughs> the entire game, really, the Celtics, they pretty much had them for a lot of different courses of the game. They would be up eight, up eleven, but then Toronto would just keep clawing back like they never, they never would put them away. Like I remember Michael Jordan said this played against the Jazz in '98. He was like, the game six, he was like, the Jazz never put us away, so I always knew we had a chance. And I think that's the same way the the Raptors looked at. It. They were like. Yeah. They didn't put us away, so we still got in. Kyle Lowry, you know, he played huge. Like, I know Kyle Lowry's probably one of the worst, <laughs> I think, playoff scoring records, like, ever. But since <laughs> they won the championship and even going into last year, mm-hmm. he's always he's been playing real good because he hit clutch baskets, clutch steals. Like, he, you got to give him his props. Like, he was everywhere. He was getting strips. He was making timely threes. And, you know, Van Vliet as well, he scored – Mm-hmm. Clutch baskets. Siakam played good down the stretch, and um, and yeah. Nick Nurse did a good strategy. He put uh, OG at the fives, like he, yeah. uh, you know, like that caused the problems for yeah. That, that, that's almost a mistake. What he said? What are you doing there? Because yeah. they because they cut off like um, pretty much the paint, whereas like you couldn't. Kimmel would get in there, but it's like you you dealing with still a guy that's six eight yeah. and um so physical. And um, they just played tough, like their whole team. It's like they, yeah, they you know, whatever it is, they just come in and do it. They, they, they don't, they don't have a problem with uh, they, if, you know, if one guy isn't going, somebody that's gonna pick them up, and that that's a, that's a true medal of a, of 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 a, of a team that's that's on the rise. You know, if somebody, if, if this guy doesn't have it tonight, then well, you know what. I got to score about three or four more extra points, maybe play a little better defense. And I think that's what the mentality that Nick Nurse has for the uh, Raptors. They, they, they'll just do whatever's necessary to win. And it also was a couple of head scratches. Um, I think it was leading to the – I 
think the first overtime or it might have been going to overtime. They they the Raptors had the ball last and they let uh let that Norman Powell take the last shot on Kimba and I was like that was kind of head scratching. It was like they just went four flat and then all of a sudden you thought Kyle Lowry came up like he's gonna set a screen so like oh, they gonna do something tricky but he's like he just stopped and then they just ISO uh, him on uh. Kimber Walker Then he does Some crazy step back I was like Because that could have Been a huge Like A huge blunder If they didn't Pull this game off But luckily um, Kyle Lowry Kind of He did really Close them out In the second overtime And Boston You know They had that chance It was some controversy About Nick Nurse He was Damn near on the court Like he was in the corner Yeah the coach's box, they're supposed to be in a box. I don't know if people notice that hash mark, the coach is not supposed to go past yeah. that line. Yeah. Nick Nurse was in the corner <laughs> on the floor, like squatting down, and um, Jalen, uh, um, I mean Tatum, yeah. he drove to the basket left, and he saw somebody in his, in his, in his peripheral. Uh-huh. He passed it to Nick Nurse, and then, <laughs> like, that, they, they, the rest yes. know, they know, <laughs> They're not supposed to be that far, and they they kind of just let it. Yeah, you know it's kind of like a mishap. But I think Jalen Brown spoke on it yeah. after the game, saying you know people need to control themselves. You know we all adults, you know grown men. So yeah, well here's the deal. Uh, you, you played these guys have been playing this game since they were uh, five and six years old. I mean, you know sometimes you you're gonna have some. Uh, Strange things to step into a, into a basketball game, and I'm sure that you know early in the, in, the, in this uh, series when that guy what was that ref made that horrible call, you know where they just, uh, who was it they won with, with no time left. Yeah, the Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Bucks, that, yeah, that, 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 to me, that, that, that was how many times you see that that kind of play. That was a terrible play, really. But you know that's that's part of the game. I mean, a lot of things are not going to be perfect. Yeah. I guess we're going over everything. Who y'all got? It's game seven. Um, probably, I want to say it's, well, it's about to be Thursday. I would say probably Saturday, I assume. Yeah, probably. Who y'all think going to take it? Mm, I think the Celtics probably going to go ahead and finish them off. Because I doubt it Tatum played. I know people was, I ain't see too much of the game. I just know people were saying that Tatum was playing kind of bad. And I don't see him playing bad two times in a row. I, I figure they're going to go and close them out. You know, earlier I I, I would have picked the Celtics, but you know I I got a feeling about this uh, <laughs> this Toronto team that that they, they they might not be through, so I'm gonna pick Toronto in a tight game. Yeah, I'm kind of I don't really know. I'm going wishy washy, but I think Toronto is too. I kind of watching it. It was like Toronto still never they never panicked and they they just kept. I don't know how to describe them. They're like a. They kind of I think people haven't said they really like the Detroit Pistons of um of old rotation on them. It's like they they, they, they have you know hypothetically um you know yeah. um Kyle Lowry's an all star, Siakam was yeah. all star this year, but they have a collective group of people that can get twelve or thirteen points. Yeah, that's tough to beat. That's tough to deal with if that's scary. if fifteen people no eight players are getting twelve points yeah. like that's you don't know really what to do. And that's what they seem like. Whatever night it is, like, okay, well, tonight it was Kyle Lowry's night, but other nights it's been um, Van Vliet, or it'll be Ibaka. Yeah. Ibaka hit like six threes, I think, tonight. Yeah. So it's like they hit you from each. It, it, but you know, one thing I, it, that, that 
uh, Toronto has too. They have this big man, you know. I mean, sometimes we, we kind of under, underestimate him. He plays a, a pretty good game too, you know. He causes a little havoc inside. And I don't think Boston has anybody really of any substance to match up with him. You know what I'm saying? He, I think he, he's, he can shoot, and he understands basically the game, a big man's game. Yeah, so... I don't know, man. We gonna we gonna find out. I guess it's still good. We getting extra basketball, and you know how oh, yeah. the world was going. We didn't think we even get here. So, <laughs> and next up, we got the Lakers versus the Rockets. Um, I hate to say this, you know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm not a big LeBron fan, but LeBron, he he was playing last night. Like LeBron was, he looked like LeBron from 2009, 2010. He was blocking. Yep. He had like four blocks. Westbrook, he tried to go on him. LeBron threw it into the stands. Um, uh, Doc Riverson, he blocked him, pinned it on the glass. It was the other James Harden. He got him. It was like LeBron <laughs> was just flying around, and they did a real good job. Well, Harden still had like thirty four, but they they did a different type of trap that I I hadn't seen anybody do yet. They were like they pushed him um, baseline. So he's off to his right, and LeBron or whoever's at the top, def- you know, defending mm-hmm. their guy, they yep. would come in Harden's blind side, and Harden wouldn't see him. And then when he would try to come back around, you got two people, LeBron in your face. Yep. LeBron 6'8", you know, big yep. wingspan. That gave them a lot of problems. And they, but for the most part, Houston still was in it, but it looked like, Towards the end, they just ran out of gas. It was like they they were just they they they, they, they just warmed down basically. But but you but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, I think that like this next game, I, I think I think Houston will come back and put it on. I I just, I just think they they, they kind of one of them teams too. That's kind of you know there's something they're they're missing. Uh, you know we can all say they need a big man in the middle, but uh, every now and then they can kind of get to a point where they're pushed in the corner and they'll come back out and somebody who you're not expecting will come out and have a big game plus Harden, you know, so that's, that's that. So I, I picked them in the next game. I mean, maybe a close one. After that game, man, I mean, pretty much showing you that LeBron, he should, to me, he should be the MVP. To be in year 17. Oh, boy. Be 35. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with pretty much one superstar, one, one, yeah. uh, one guy he can depend for sure depend on, yeah. and to take it to that level he did last night to just on both sides of the ball, man. That's 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 uh that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, man. I, I, I give people that do. But how many? Did they, what did AD, AD do? What was his stats? I, I, I can't say. He had like he might have finished over yeah, like at least twenty. He had twenty. He had twenty plus. But okay. Well, see, this is like a caveat. AD is like in the playoffs. I looked it up earlier. AD is like at number five in playoff points. That does that. You know, that kind of gets thrown under the table. Like they're like, oh well, that don't matter. Like you got to fact in. He's a AD is a top five, yeah. arguably probably the best power forward in the NBA. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And that sometimes like he doesn't get his just due. A lot of times with LeBron's greatness. You know, LeBron's a great player, but it's yeah. like. They kind of gloss over, like, oh, well, AD did have, like, 34, 12, and yeah. four blocks also. Yes. And, like, you you can't – Giannis is the MVP, man. We talking about the, reg- the regular season. Like, I know he didn't sh- he didn't play too well in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't deny that. But, like, to go and say, oh, no, since he, he – he, they fizzled out, man. He, he's not the MVP no more. 
Dirk Nowitzki did that years ago. He won MVP, and they lost to the um, Warriors. You know, we believe Warriors yeah. in the first round. So it's it's not unprecedented that a MVP lost, you know, in the, well, at least, well, Giannis lost in the second round. But yeah. I, I give LeBron his props. Well, somebody else you got to give props to. I didn't see this coming. Is yeah. Ray John Rondo. Yeah. He comes, he steps up, he scores 20 points, plays defense. You know, he was annoying, hard, messing yeah. with uh, Westbrook. Yeah. He's making good passes and he hit two threes. Like that's if he hitting threes, like you in tr- you know, you pretty much in trouble. That's just a bonus oh, yeah. on top of yeah. everything. And that that was a he played pretty well and that bench, you no, know, um Kuzma did he played real well. He was cutting to the basket and yeah. um Yeah, you know, they they just had a good team effort. It's like Houston deflates you hitting those threes because I saw LeBron looking mad like on some of them rotations, but it's like you just gotta, you just gotta uh, withstand them for a while. It's like they gonna hit them. Like you just gotta deal with. It. You might play great defense to the last second, and they'll hit a bomb. And it's like, dang, like yeah. man. But the Lakers kept on them, and they just um, for hard. They just ran. You know, it's like, well, we finna go to another give. Y'all gonna stay here, and that's what pretty oh, much okay. happened. That's, I mean, that, that's that, you, you know, you talk about Houston. That's another team too. They got to go up under the hood and make some adjustments. I mean, I, I understand it, it's small ball stuff, but you know, you can just ride that just so far. I, I think you got to have at least one or two big men at least. Yeah, like uh, like last night. I know I, I get props to PJ Tucker for getting down there, getting with Anthony Davis and, and trying to hold down the paint. Yeah, but at the same time, last night. Yep. When AD had AD was getting like to me, he scored. AD scored, but he played some real good defense and was kind of yep. um, active last night everywhere. To me, that's what they could have used. I know Capella ain't like Kim Elijah one, yep. but still, you need like a big body, somebody to lean on Anthony Davis uh-huh. all game and make and just uh, disrupt him and keep him off center. Like last night, PJ Tucker, he a great player, but he just he he could. He just couldn't get, he couldn't go on, man. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm I'm a lot older than you guys are, so I remember when they had people like Bob Lanier and Willis Reed and uh, Wes Unsel and those guys who would go down on that block down there. And I'm sorry, sometimes you need a you need a big body. I, I just think basketball a basketball team got to be made up of some different pieces. You can, you know you got to have some some shooters. You got to have some big bodies. You got to have a, a what do you call it? An enforcer. You got to have all all this kind of stuff. You got to have a, a one or two old vets who are, you know, who can talk to some of these younger players. So I, I think sometimes the moments gets kind of big for some of these young players. Also, there's a story. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but I saw the Wolves. He he said something about it. Um, Daniel House. You know, he was uh, missing from the last uh, game. They said it was uh, personal reasons, but. They've been rumbling saying he somehow snuck some young lady into the bubble. <laughs> and I hope that ain't true. Like, you, you know, uh, he he's not – he wasn't drafted. It's a fun fact. He – I think he, he was with the Warriors. Um, to, I think when they're doing their run, he was in the G League. And that's for some reason they couldn't keep him. I think it might have been that first year Durant got hurt and they had to sign Matt Barnes. Mm-hmm. So they needed that – a roster spot, but I could be wrong. Like, don't don't quote me on that. But they, I saw Wolves uh, said it today. They said there's been an investigation about that because I'm not for sure if uh-huh. he's playing 
um, the next game because he was sorely missed. Like he's a shooter, and he's you know he's good size mm-hmm. forward that could have helped out. You know, just you know you just need bodies the, after the physical, a while. The physicality yeah. of that game, it, where you know it, that's what yeah that's what R- I think. Rustam can just do so much. Yeah, I think after yeah. a while it was just like they just. Like man, I just can't. Like uh, PJ Tucker, I saw LeBron hit him one time. Uh, yeah, kind of half-assedly, but it's still, it's still, yeah. no, it's still a hit. You like he hit it. him, he sat down for a minute. It's like man, then think about he had to wrestle with um, AD. No, not AD. Uh, Stephen Adams. He had to wrestle with him. Oh yeah, series right. of four that's for right. seven right. games. Yeah. That Tony said something like that. It's like you know they kind of yeah. Kind of getting worn down, but it's like that's what they do. They gonna D'Antoni's gonna play seven players, and they gonna run. Yeah, and like that, that, it just catches up with you. You, you gotta have your team built for 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 situational stuff. Like I was talking about that, having them big men. Sometimes you, you you need a big man, and they're not necessarily he gonna score no points or nothing, but just to set some picks and knock some of these other guys around a little bit. Where you know make them uh, feel the game a little bit. You know, if a guy just getting free on every play. A team gotta be has to be made up of of of, of uh, different pieces, and, f- and it has to be built with the man on the mindset that that certain situations are gonna develop during the game, and you have to think about that. You know, say well, sometimes I might need someone to come in to play a little uh, a little bump and run. You know, to, somebody to lean on LeBron a little bit, to lean on AD. Don't let AD run wild back there. You know, you letting them guys get loose. LeBron <laughs> has nobody to. He gotta. Be manhandling with or wrestling with. I, sometimes you just have a wrestler on your team, just an old guy going in there and just, well, he's just wearing him out. He ain't going to score no points, but he's going to wrestle with him. Yeah, because yeah, he had uh, Eric Gordon on him, you know. Yeah, well. Eric Gordon, he seemed like he got like a little size on him, but Bron, nah. that's like a, that's, Bron that's, a grown man. Yeah, that's like, that's like trying to uh, wrestle with like Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle or something. <laughs> Yeah, little, little bony guy trying to wrestle LeBron. With that, you know? uh, he got side, but he don't have a height. He don't have a height. Yeah, yeah. He got, yeah he, it, it, it's it's like he shoot LeBron and them shooting over a chair. Yeah, that's that's what I noticed too on this game. LeBron would just run to the run under the rim like the rim runs, yeah. like the centers. And I was like, oh, they see that's another uh, wrinkle that he you know got to give him his problem. LeBron, I don't remember him doing that game one. It's like yeah. he watched it like, okay, I'm finna. Uh, yeah. Pick this spot. I'm gonna do this, and I uh, figure this out. Like LeBron, just like really a tactician. Like he kind of, yeah. kind of like Nick Saban. Like he's like, okay, this um, ain't working. But LeBron has games to do that. But like he'll plot. Like okay, I saw what they did. Well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna do this and uh, counter that. And then I'm gonna add this. Cause LeBron, he started out pretty good, scoring. I think they're like, like twelve points in the first quarter. You know, yeah, kind of carried them. So. And you, and you know what it's going to be like uh, the next game, so that's what I'm saying. Houston c- can do this, but they're going to get out. They're going to get out that gate, kind of in a hurry. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Cause so what? Y- what y'all think? Uh, what you think the Rockets have to do to win the next game to keep it from being three one? Mostly they 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 bench got to come through, and plus they they got to get tight. They got to tighten up on defense. Like you can't let Ron, Rondo come out the come out the bench and score twenty points. Yeah. That's unacceptable, man. I know Rondo's, uh, you know, he playoff part, Rondo. Yeah, playoff play Rondo. Rondo. <laughs> I, know, I know he got some cachet yeah. in the league, but still, you can't let somebody, you can't let him get open threes. And uh, now he gonna play defense. I would give him that. He will harass the, the other team guards, 
but you can't let them come in there scoring, getting double figures. Uh uh-uh. uh. I give them, I spot them eight, but I'm you can't let them get twenty. That's a that's a death sentence. Well, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, uh, Ron Ron don't want to uh, do all this here. You know what? I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him at the, uh, almost at the top of the game plan. I'm gonna figure out a way to take him out. You know, LeBron is gonna get his. Okay, but I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make put Rondo if he's gonna be the way he played in this last game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him do something that he don't. He's not used to having to do. See, a lot of times that's that's the problem. A lot of these old coaches they they knew that. Like Pop, Pop would know if somebody was was killing him in one area. He said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna make I'm gonna put him in a position where he got to do this or he got to do that. He got to guard this guy when they have these uh these these defensive switches and stuff. I'm gonna put him in a bad situation when he got some old guy named some old six eight guy, and uh, let, let's see how he defends him. You know. And then uh, one other thing. I, I preach about this all the time. How, how about how about just attacking the basket? You know, I'm serious. How about just attacking the basket, taking the ball inside? You 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 you, you waste all the clock out bouncing around. And then you heist up a three. I go go down inside, make them foul you. Yeah, that's what a lot. I think Russ. I think he had an okay game, but he kind of I noticed he was kind of wary of. Uh, Anthony Davis and I was like Russ usually was like man I don't care he would go in there no matter what and I guess he kind of you know he is older I, you know he still is explosive but I guess he's kind of wary of like you know LeBron got him uh, AD you know pretty much a, a shut down block you know shot blocker and it's like I think it's kind of on him to go in going to um, go in the paint because that's what he essentially kind of plays that center because he really doesn't shoot threes. He starts shooting threes these last couple of games. Mm-hmm. That's kind of out of ordinary for him in the recent mm-hmm. recent games. And um, I think he has attacked the basketball. Um, Harden really played pretty well. But it was like that fourth mm-hmm. quarter, they just looked gassed. Yeah. And um, yeah. I don't know. I just saw on the scroll, Eddie House, I mean um, – House Junior, whatever I forget his mm. name, first name, but he he's not playing tomorrow, so that's another hit for them. So um, I don't, I don't know what it, it don't matter. They're gonna play the same seven guys anyway. Yeah. So it, it so yeah. but he does he does help. He would have helped. Yeah. And um, I don't know, man. They they it's, it seems like the Lakers just just withstood them, so I don't know really what too much they can do unless Harden them just go crazy. Harden scores forty. Harden is just gonna have to. They, that, that, that whole team they're gonna have to come out there and just jump on them early. Yeah. All this stuff about they're about eight and all this stuff, and you playing from behind. Go out there, and I know it's easier said than done. But go out there and hit, hit the Lakers in the mouth. You know, that's that's what I think sometimes teams get a little, well, that's LeBron them and everything. No, hit them in the mouth. Sometimes you have to do that old school stuff. You know, like I said about an enforcer or somebody, you got to go out there and set the tempo for the uh, Houston Rockets. That's the beauty of the bubble playoffs. We're we going to find out pretty soon. That's going to be uh, faster than you can believe. So we'll head on to the last playoff series Uh Clippers versus Nuggets, and that was a um, that was a weird game. I think I want to say the Clippers were up big. Then they let them back in the game, and um, Kawhi had one of the craziest blocks I ever seen. He blocked the guy with one finger, his middle finger, <laughs> and the replay. I, I get I got kind of nervous. I'm like, man, I couldn't imagine my finger going back there for it probably break. But you know, Kawhi's got probably the, they say probably one of the biggest hands. 
ever in the NBA. I know it's size of like, you know, I think he's bigger than Michael Jordan's uh Dr. J. I think Chris Webber has pretty big hands, so he yeah. you know, he was stand was studded. And uh the Clippers, you know, they kinda built it off towards the end because Jokic was was killing him. He was doing sky hooks, he was doing step backs, yeah. shooting threes, and um mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. He dunked on uh, Montrez yeah, real bad. Like he yeah. threw it down in his throat. He, like he cocked it back. Yeah, <laughs> his dad. You know his dad. They showed they showed a picture of his dad in the runway. His dad just looked at him and was shaking his head. <laughs> like he said, "Why you do that to that boy?" Yeah. So it was. I, like I, yeah. I, I I'm I'm impressed with him. Like I, I remember people saying he was a. Oh yeah, he was like really the top. He should have been a top pick in the draft, but you know yep. this, you know it's physical and he didn't play in college. He hurt his back, so that was a big question mm-hmm. mark. But it seems like Denver's pulled off a, oh, yeah. a hell of a move for their future. That was that, that was smart to draft him like that. And, and, and you know what? Uh, the only thing that, that boy is going to have to probably, like you say, get more playing time, and he's going to he's going to start eating a little bit. He's going to get a little bit. I ain't I saying, he, saying, he's a vegan, so I don't know how that's going. Well, he better get him a vegan cow or something because I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> the whole season, a whole a, a real whole season, man. He's gonna be looking like a little white little, uh, you know, squirrel hound or something. I mean, he's, he's got to put some meat on him. But you know, that's another a kid that that you know we saw him in the preseason. I guess uh, who was that? That center, um, his dad, Bo, Bobo, Bobo. I, 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 I think that 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 guy, yeah, that kid, if somebody if somebody can make a deal, say, well, yeah, we'll take him off your hands. All that to me, like I see a lot of potential in him. Like you know, he he has for for man that say I know he he's not relevant in this series probably, but he has a lot of potential. I can see a lot of a lot of work to be done with him. It can make him into really something special. Yeah, you know, with with that game shoot um, on the Clipper side. Yeah. Um, Paul George, he played real good. He had 32 points. Um, yeah. Was filling it up. He kept him in it pretty much the whole game because it seemed like Denver's pretty much focused really on Kawhi. They like yeah. every time he turns a corner, there's some forward coming at him or they they're loading up. Oh, it's like he doesn't get your um, Grant Jeremiah Grant. He he's not giving him any type of room to really breathe. So Kawhi kind of been a facilitator, and Paul George stepped up. Yeah, playoff P. Stepped up perfectly, and um, mm-hmm. in spite of that, you know, to help out the team. That's 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 what they got him for. I mean, you think about it, you know, it's, it's a two horse, two tandem team, and with a bunch of role players, especially guys. They got scores. They got defensive guys that come in. And I tell you something else: who plays well is that a big center they got. They could, well, he doesn't start. Um, Zubak. Zubak. Yeah, he, I think he does a pretty good job. You know. The time he does, and he's kind of physical too. He hits, he 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 doesn't. He's not afraid to knock people over. But just sometimes, like I say, you you need a physical guy on your team. I don't care what I don't care. I like these finesse teams. I, that's good, but I still want me. I still want me somebody like Oak on the team, so I can look down that bench and see somebody who's gonna go in and take care of some situations. Denver, they just they just can't stop that uh, Clippers firepower, man. Once once the boys like you like Lou. Get rolling, Kawhi, and uh, especially Paul George. Especially he, 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 he just started back driving to the basket more. That's hard to stop. And you got three guys that 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 know that know how to get that shot. Oh, that's it. 
Yeah, that's just, speaking of that, Lou Will, he finally showed up to the series. Like, he he played real good off the bench. He gave him a little spark. And uh, Montrez, he mm-hmm. played pretty good as well. It seemed like he getting his legs on him. It's like, because mm-hmm. you kind of forget Montrez, he really hadn't played in the bubble at all. At all. Like, he came... Yeah. He came to it late. Then he left again after his, you know, his grandmother his passed. Yeah, his grandmother. And then he had to quarantine probably for a week or so. So it was like he he's pretty much um, getting everything under, you know, getting his legs under him. And that's a big part of his game is athleticism and his intensity. It seems like a lot of times, like, man, my trailers usually would dunk it, but he was, like, laying it up. Mm-hmm. So it seems like now he's kind of finding his footing because that's a – that's a huge part of their offense, a huge part of their team as well. When he comes in, gives their energy out the bench, of course, yeah. and he's the, you know the the reigning, you know, recently um, crowned sixth man of the year. So that might have gave him a little boost as well, you know, winning that award. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they they just you know the Clippers just they they kind of figuring it out now. It's like you see. It's really somebody mentioned like this is the first time really had their entire team together like yeah. everybody's healthy everybody's yeah. um actually in the rotation and you see you see what they're capable of because Denver they're not a pushover I thought they were kind of gonna roll over but they're not like they 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 cause a lot of problems they cause a bunch of problems I think what what they do is they they're in the, to the point where they want them teams like you said well, I don't want to fool with them they they, they kind of scary look. You know, you, you go in there with anticipation on a tough game, but then it's a tougher game than you thought. You know, they got a lot of little young guys who come in and they do what they do. So they got they got a lot of good shooters, and then they got Jokic. I was I'm kind of impressed with him, man. He has some nice moves, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's it seems like he's been more aggressive for some reason. It's, it, it would hopefully it'll just show him like he he can be that. Um, more of a score. I know he's a, he's a great passer and facilitator, but sometimes they just need him. Like man, just go on a block and score. Like we don't. Sometimes you you can't be cute. A lot of times in the playoffs, sometimes you got to be you know got to be rough and rugged. Like you might, you know, a lot of guys they do like to be efficient, but sometimes you just like man, I just need to hit them in the mouth and just yeah. you know keep them off balance. And this seems like what he's mm-hmm. what he's been doing because the Clippers really don't. You know, Zubox is a is pretty good center. Yeah. And he's still young. And then Montrez, Montrez really is probably about six seven. He's not tall, so he really can't really bang with Jokic, mm-hmm. you know, height wise. Yeah. And so that's that's their big advantage. And um, I think with Denver, I think the coach kind of slipped up. He should have kept in Michael Porter Jr. towards the end of that game because yeah. he had it pretty much going. Like he did, you know, he dunked on Montrez, and the momentum was kind of shifting. And then. The only thing, Michael Porter, he's 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 horrible on defense. Like he forgets who he's guarding, <laughs> touch fouls, and so I think that's why the coach took him out and put in Jeremiah, yeah. you know, Jeremiah Grant. Yeah, I, I, you know, but that's that comes with 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 a, with a young player. You know, you got to take the good with the bad sometimes, and and that, that, and that's good that coach knows that he says, well, okay, I, he can fill it up, but I want this. I'm put this other guy. He plays a little better defense. He kind of understands what we're trying to do. And it just might be that you know he's just a young guy too, like you said. A lot of a lot of those guys that come into the league when they on their, when they were in college on their team, they were like the big scorers or whatever. They didn't really concentrate on playing a whole lot of defense. I mean, you know, they know what gets them to the NBA. <laughs> yeah. So 
That's that's what I yeah, it was like it was kinda weird because they had Jeremiah Grant, he was taking some of the last shots down the you know, end of the shot clock. I was like, that that can't be good, but I guess, you know, it's kinda gotta live live with it. But um I guess we're saying all that, that's our last playoff series we're gonna talk about today on episode two. And um anything else y'all talk about? Oh well one thing, it's not major news, but um Oh, Marvin Williams, he retired <laughs> after the game. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> I forgot to mention Marvin that earlier. Yeah, he's he, like, man, I'm done. He retired? Yeah, he retired. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's had a pretty, I'm going to say a bad career. He was a top, he was a number six draft pick. And, like, he yeah. didn't reach that level, but he still turned himself into a, a decent, you know, basket, you know, NBA player. One of the Hawks blunders is they drafted him over Chris Paul and they, they kind of really yeah. been they kind of recovered eventually you know getting the Joe Johnson era you know Jamal yeah. Crawford but yeah that was a kind of big blunder so I saw that like he retired like he said man I'm done like he said I don't know well yeah, yeah he stayed about what 15 14 uh, probably yeah, probably around because he it's probably like 2005 I think he got drafted or 2004 one of them years yeah that's a good career so, but he stayed on and figured it, you know figured his game out and um, how he could stay in the NBA and made it into a career made you know cash checks like you say yeah, that yeah yeah well, you, you know uh, a, a lot of those guys you, you think about it though a lot of those guys, you think you you, you making X number of millions of dollars a year, and and you really don't not living that crazy lifestyle. You can you can do a lot of good bank, man. <laughs> I mean, if you you know if you think about it, you probably said that's enough, man. I'm I'm 33 years old and I can retire. Man, yeah, he, uh, he wow. Yeah, he, he made some. He I made some. I ain't gonna say he made like top money. Which I think he did. All right. Yeah, like, and, and, and you know what? Uh, that, that's another thing. Like sometimes I think. Uh, we we look at these athletes a little differently. Like you, you know, it, it, they they play basketball, sure enough, but it's really a job, man. You know, it's just, it's, and they probably they probably have days when they say, "Man, I don't feel like practicing today. Oh, oh, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sick of this." Just like every every other job. Yep, I always think about Isaiah Thomas. He said he knew he wanted to retire. He said he was just sitting in the pool. He was thinking about training camp. Mm-hmm. He just kept sitting in that pool. And he just knew it was it. You know that was it. He's ready to go. Yeah. So with with that, we gonna we gonna get out of here. Um, this is an untitled basketball podcast. I hopefully I think we're gonna have a name by episode three. I want to say, and um, I'm their host, Marcus Simmons. Uh, remember to you can check me out on YouTube. Just type in Marcus B Simmons. I have videos and stuff and uh, short films, documentaries. That's where our podcast is right now. And also, you can just find me on Facebook, Marcus B. Simmons. And that's where I'll post the, um, the upcoming episodes. And on behalf of my brother, Joey, and my pops, Joel Simmons, thank you all for listening. And peace out. Peace. Peace.